Folks, you're going to be excited about today's guest. She is an international powerhouse, international powerhouse for human rights abroad. She's the founder of Proclaiming Justice to the Nations, none other than Lori Cordoza Moore. Hello, Lori. Brent, how are you? I'm doing really good. It's so good to see your face. And, you know, I haven't got to meet you in person before, Lori, but I've seen you on multiple networks. I've heard your name. I've heard about the work that you've done, uh, especially for the land of Israel. But a lot of things are happening. And we have some mutual friends as well, Lori, but you are on the front lines Tell us what's happening in your part of the world today. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for, again, for having me on the program. It's a great honor. There's a lot happening in the world today. And one of the, there's so many different issues to tackle, but I think one of the most important ones, especially from a biblical perspective, is how we as Christians deal with the Jewish people, how we treat the nation of Israel, and everything else that we do at PJTN flows through that. The organization, and I have to tell you, and your audience being GLC, they probably remember me back when we had our Focus on Israel show on your network. In fact, that's where we launched on God's Learning Channel. That's where we launched our Focus on Israel program. So we go way back, and um, we, of course, took the, the program global, and we've been doing it ever since. For anyone who's interested in viewing the program or getting to to watch the videos, you can go to our website at pjtn.org. But years ago, back in 2002, the the Lord called me to um, introduce a resolution in the state of Tennessee to support the state of Israel. It was six months after 9-11. And so I began that process and we became incorporated in 2005. Um, We produced our first documentary film in 2007, The Forgotten People, Christianity and the Holocaust, because our mission at PJTN is to educate Christians about our biblical responsibility to stand with Israel and the Jewish people against the rise of global anti-Semitism. As a student of the Holocaust and, of course, of the Bible, I knew biblically Um, that God told the prophet Obadiah that in the last days he was going to wipe out the descendants of Edom because they stood by while their brother Jacob was held in captivity and they did nothing. Well, immediately when I read those verses, I thought about the Holocaust because I thought about how Christians, German Christians stood by and not just German Christians, Polish Christians, you know, Europe stood by, by and large and allowed not just 6 million men and women and children to be murdered, but also another five and a half million other people. And I, I couldn't, I just couldn't fathom that. Why wouldn't people of faith stand up? If we look at Germany, when Hitler rose to power, um, Germany, you would call um, a Judeo-Christian nation. There were Jews and Christians who lived in Germany. There were many churches. The Reformation movement came out of Germany. So you would think, you know, Dietrich Bonhoeffer came from from Germany. You would think that there would be people with strong faith, strong convictions that would stand up and defend the apple of God's eye, as he says in Zechariah. Well, it bothered me that so many didn't. How could you? And uh, not only that, I mean, this was going on in neighborhoods You know, we've heard stories where Germans said, well, we didn't know what was going on. Yes, they did, especially if they lived downwind from the crematorium because they could smell 
And in fact, if you go to Germany now and you visit those concentration camps, um, those, the crematorium, you can actually still smell that odor, I have heard. I haven't been there yet. One of these days I'm going to go. But um, I've heard that you can smell. The smell never leaves the air. It's always present. But that's really what started me on the journey that I have that I am on now. And it was to fight anti-Semitism because I saw, I learned that for 2000 years, Jews have been persecuted by Christians. We know that from the time of the Inquisition, the pogroms, um, they were pretty much by and large led by Christians who believed right. some of the lies about the Jews. And so that, that was how my journey started and just trying to combat the issue of anti-Semitism. And then we produced another documentary film called Israel Indivisible, the case for the ancient homeland. It is the most um, incredible film that makes the case historically, archeologically, legally, and biblically as to why Israel has rights to that ancient homeland. So we watch what's going on at the United Nations. We listen to the Palestinian people. We listen to the Christian, Christians in Bethlehem who say that Israel is an apartheid state and they're occupiers. They're not occupiers. Right. If you read the Bible, Christians in, Pal in the Palestinian controlled area, read right. your Bible. Right. Your Bible will tell you, unless, I don't know what Bible they're reading, but obviously they're not reading our version of the Bible because <laughs> they're missing all the important aspects. And that's who Israel is. And that God gave the land by covenant to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and their descendants. And he gave that land to them for eternity. He didn't say in, you know, 1967 or in 1948, we're, you know, we're going to divide this land and give it to these so-called Palestinian people. Right. The Palestinian people of the time were actually Palestinian Jews because right. there were Jews living in Jerusalem right. and in Judea and Samaria. So it's really been interesting. And we've recently actually seen the persecution of Christians in Bethlehem. In fact, I was just reading an article um, about the persecution of Christians in the Palestinian controlled area, specifically Bethlehem, right. um, because now we're, it, it used to be about 80%. Now it's even more than 80%, 85, 90% of the Christians have fled Bethlehem because- wow. They are being persecuted by the Palestinian Authority. And unfortunately, really by extension, the the supposed Christian church at the Christ at the Checkpoint, um, at the Bible Bethlehem College, they're all pushing this false propaganda, this narrative that is unbiblical. And so unfortunately, we don't want to talk the, the media doesn't mainstream media doesn't want to talk to people who really know their Bible. They want to talk to people who have a political agenda. Right. And hate their brother. And, you know, it fits in line with what God said he was going to do. He told Obadiah he was going to do to eat him, wipe him out in the last day. So I think I would be checking, you know, to make sure that I'm not acting like an Edomite because I don't want to be wiped out <laughs> in the last days. Well, you, Lord, you know, most people don't know half of what you said. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been involved in ministry for 40 years mm -hmm. uh, when I went to Bible college. Graduated Bible college. Martin Luther was a hero. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it wasn't until producing television for GLC in 2009 that I discovered 
that Hitler actually used the writings of Martin Luther. Yes. Uh, the, the volumes, the Jews in their lives. Yes. Against the Jews in Germany. Yeah. And today's pastor, average pastor doesn't even realize it. Now we love churches. We love pastors. Mm-hmm. Folks, oh, yeah. you, you really need to get the, the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. You need to educate yourself because a lot of these pastors uh, have, have, have gotten confused between history and the word of God and a political agenda to keep tithers and to, to not right. offend people. But you know, Jesus did not have a problem uh, speaking the truth, uh, no matter who it offended. Matter of fact, religious people were the people he, he rebuked the most because he said, you know, you he even told the Pharisees, you know, you, you obey the law, but, but, you know, you'll, 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 you'll tithe your cumin and, and deal, but you'll, you'll ignore justice, love, and mercy, the matter, matter, the weightier matters of the law. But when I was in studio B at GLC in 2009, I had a replica uh, of uh, Martin Luther King's red wedding ring that his wife designed. Oh, wow. <clears throat> wow. Can you imagine how I felt when I learned at that moment that he just had a bad tweet, but like David's yeah. tweet in the book of Psalms, uh, it was used and it was read, but Hitler himself used the writings of Martin Luther right. to persecute the Jews. And, you know, Lori, we, we, we get down on the Germans a lot, as we should, uh, I, I walked. I walked in the concentration camp in Dachau. You know, there was no way they yeah. couldn't know what was going on. But now we're here in America. Mm-hmm. You know, we see the atrocities uh, happening, uh, and I'm not going to say Ukraine because that. Pay, pay attention. And don't, say, co- and don't yeah. say COVID either. Uh, yeah, no kidding. No kidding. You know, don't say Ukraine. Uh, you, don't say COVID. What? Yeah, what? What you and I are doing right now is probably the most true, accurate news you can see, folks. You're not going to see right. it on mainstream media. You're not even going to see it on Fox. Nope. I, I'd even dare say even Newsmax. But all that to say is this, and I have I I do a show with Brigitte Gabrielle, uh, yeah. uh, news you can act on, you know, yeah. and uh, you know we teach the truth too. But Laura, you you've been there. You've been on the front line a long time, and you're educating people. A lot of people are are surprised to discover the truth, mm-hmm. and now we're seeing the atrocities in China. Uh, yeah. China has one of the largest populations of Jews. Did you know that? What what are what are Americans doing? Nothing. Yeah. What 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 are they? You see, what I'm saying so. I don't hear the same criticism of Germans on mainstream media anymore because Americans are watching. You know. $440 billion of new equipment given to the Taliban, $150 billion given to uh, uh, the Taliban, billions given to Ukraine, which, by the way, in Western Ukraine, folks, uh, the Nazis were given a pass. Of, of, they were get, excused from the Nuremberg trials. They never stopped since Hitler, Western yeah. Ukraine. That's why they still have the, the uh, lightning bolts on their, on their patch that I got banned on Facebook for just sharing. Uh-oh. So, folks, you gotta you gotta get in the know here. But Lori, right. you've been on the front line. You have been a warrior, a soldier, right among the UN uh, for Israel. So, I, I give a lot of credence to what you have to say. At the bottom of your screen, folks, you've seen this whole time. The website, get behind it. You know, there's a saying: get behind what God is doing. That's right. Find yeah. out what He's doing to get behind it. Lori That's has exactly- for a long time been doing. Uh, the work of the kingdom, but you are so right. But, but my original point, Lori, is most pastors don't even know the history of, of what Martin Luther did towards the Jews uh, and, and Hitler's application, 
with the Nazis with that, nor do they even know about Constantine, who was painted as a hero. Uh, but you know, (laughs) and folks, if you want to know why your Jewish friends won't come to your Christmas pageant or your Easter special, uh, maybe you'll listen a little bit more today. Who knows? We might get there, but all that to say is folks, you really got to educate yourself. And with the Palestinian thing, there never was an official currency or government, you know, Arabs didn't care about those. They call Palestinians, uh, you know, uh, Arafat made it up. He made, he made it up. He made it up, folks. Oh, but hey, you know, we we want to, you know, we we we, we want to keep with making everybody happy. And the, but is it safe to say, Lori, that 2023 is no longer the days of the skinny jean fog machine self help feel good gospel, which no. is not the gospel at all, but no. it's the truth, and the truth will set you free. And it begins with knowing what your Bible says, folks, mm-hmm. you know, Palestine right. named after the Philistines, uh, by, by, by the, the conqueror of, of Jerusalem, mm-hmm. folks, this is not a political thing. Uh, you know, Lori, you've championed for, for pro-life killing babies is not a political opinion. It's the worship of Moloch. How deep you want to go, sister? We'll go there. But all that to yeah, say, you is, know, the Lord, has called, yeah. yeah, the Lord's called me initially to lobby on behalf of the unborn. And then the next thing he called me to was giving voice to the voiceless. I did that with the unborn, but also with our Jewish brethren. And, you know, you bring up um, an important point, and that is, is that the pastors are not being, they don't know this. And it's because they're going to seminaries and they're being taught replacement theology. And that becomes part of their narrative in their understanding so but you know what we're not supposed to just you know believe any man we're supposed to study the word to show ourselves approved and unless we know what the gospel of what the real true gospel message was and yeshua said it in luke chapter 4 verse 43 he said i came to preach the kingdom of israel the kingdom, I'm sorry, the kingdom of God, it is for that purpose that I have come. Well, what was the kingdom of God? It was all 12 tribes of Israel. It was the restoration because remember his disciples, when he was, when Yeshua was getting ready to be carried up and taken away. And he said, I'm going to, one day I'll come back to you. There was one question that his disciples asked him. They believed he was the Messiah. They followed him wherever he went. They heard his teachings, but there was one question yet still left unanswered. And only Judah, the Jews, would know what it was that the Messiah should have done when he came. And that was to regather all 12 tribes back to Israel, bring them back in their land. And they said to him, will you at this time restore the kingdom back to Israel? And what was his response? It is not for you to know the hour or the time. That question right there should be in neon lights over every church, over every pulpit. What was it? What was God going to do? What was the Lord, what was still yet to be undone by the Messiah? Because the prophets all knew what the Messiah was going to do. They all knew because it was spoken about in the Torah. It was spoken about in the prophets and in the writings. What was still yet to be done to restore the kingdom back to Israel? 
And here for 2000 years, one by one, one from a city, two from uh, a, a field, he will regather all of us and bring us back into that land. That's why Paul talked about it in Galatians 3.29. He said, if you are in Christ, you are Abraham's seed. You are. It's not a spiritual, you may be, you might. No, you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. What promise? The same promise he made to Abraham, that I will be your God to you, Abraham, and your descendants after you. I will make you like the stars of the heavens and the sands on the seashore and all the land you see. I'm giving it to you and your descendants forever. So when Israel starts being accused of being an apartheid state or an oh. occupier, I remind them of what Menachem Begin said. He said, these are not occupied territories. They are liberated territories. But you would only know that they're liberated territories if you studied your Bible. Or, or if you just kept it with archaeology. Yeah, the arch the stones will cry out. Right, the on stones, a daily basis. Testify. On a daily basis. That's you right. Know, the city of, remember when the city of David was discovered? Yeah. You know, and, so, and then, of course, currency and pot sherds and, and the whole bit, folks, you know, archaeology doesn't prove the Bible is true. It proves the Bible has always been true. Right. That's you know, right. Lori... Those those videos, those two documentary yeah. films, I want to encourage your audience, go to our website, pjtn.org, order those films, have it, share it with your Bible study, um, share it with your family and friends. We have got to get the truth out because the, we know that it's going to get worse. We're all waiting for that Gog and Magog war. We know it's coming. Right. We know it's going to happen in our lifetime. Everybody feels wow. it. Everybody knows it. We are living in the last days. Our brother Judah, the Jews know it. They're waiting for the Messiah to come. They're waiting for this final Gog and Magog war. So in Isaiah, in chapter 9, I believe it is 11 through 13, in the last days, Judah and Ephraim are going to unite together against the enemies of Israel. That's Jews and Christians wow. are going to unite together to fight against the enemies of Israel. And that's why proclaiming justice to the nations, if you read in your Bible, Joel 3, 9, the Lord said to the prophet, proclaim this to the nations, prepare for war. And that's all we've been doing ever since I started this ministry. We have been preparing for that battle. And folks, it starts with you and I getting behind works like this and getting educated. You know, er earlier in the show, Laura, you talked about replacement theology. It would shock you, or maybe it wouldn't, probably wouldn't, how many pastors don't even know oh. and how many believers don't even know what replacement theology is. If someone were to ask you on the street, what's replacement theology, how would you describe it? I would tell them replacement theology teaches that because the Jews rejected Yeshua, the Messiah, when he came the first time, that all the blessings now belong, all the promises that I just read to you or I just spoke to you, now they belong to the church, not to the Jews because they rejected the Messiah. Well, unless, again, we study our history, why did Yeshua come? He said, I come only for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Right. Well, if he said, I come only for the lost sheep of the house of Israel, who is that? Who is the lost sheep of the house of Israel? Um, again, Paul said in Ephesians, um, um, you who were once outside of the commonwealth of Israel, 
have been brought near. Whoa, wait a minute. A commonwealth is a nation, a government. It's a government of laws. It's, a, it's also a belief system. And if we are in Christ, if we were once outside of the commonwealth of Israel, then how are we going to be able to get in, get back in? These are little things that we read these Bibles, we read these scriptures, and they go right over our head. We don't really stop and say, well, who are the lost sheep? Right. What does that mean? He said he came only. Well, what about the prodigal son story? Right. The son that had gone off prostituting his his inheritance, but the older brother never left the father's side. And the older brother said to daddy, you know, when daddy said, go kill the fattened calf, we're going to have a celebration. Look, your brother's coming back. And the older, the older brother said, well, wait a minute. You never did this for me. I know my son, I know, but look, your brother was lost and now he's found. You know, there's so many nuances that we miss in the translation. (laughs) And that's what our job is at PJTN. That's why our Focus on Israel shows, our documentary films are so critically important. In fact, our next documentary films is going to, or film is going to focus on the lost Jews of the Inquisition because there is a, there is one book or one page book in the Bible. It's the book of Obadiah, the prophecy of Obadiah. And it talks about those who were dispersed in the land of Sepharad, which is Spain, the Iberian Peninsula, which is where my ancestors came from, Spain and Portugal, that they are going to come back. They're going to return to the land of Israel and they're going to inhabit the land of the South. Well, what is the land of the South? It's south of Jerusalem. It's the Negev Desert. This is a portion of the Bible that we haven't really thought about. Wow. We we read this. It's like I said, it's only one chapter. The whole book is one chapter, one page, but it speaks profoundly. And what we're trying, what we're, our goal is to do with this lost Jews of the Inquisition is to try to, again, educate Christians about what has been done, how the Jews have been persecuted, right. even by Christians by the Catholic Church. The Inquisition happened under the watchful eye of Christian leaders. And so this is going to be our next documentary film. Um, this this new year, we have wow. another 48 episodes of our Focus on Israel shows that we are, are needing to produce, and we do need funding. Media is the way we reach the masses. Yes, In fact, it is. Grant, you know this because you're a producer yourself. Yeah. You've got these shows We reach with our 15 different media outlets, we are able to reach over 2 billion potential viewers every day with our shows. And so we are blanketing the earth with this message about Israel. God told the prophet Zechariah, he who touches Israel touches the apple of his eye. The apple of your eye is the most sensitive part of your body. Don't mess with the apple of God's eye. Exactly. Genesis 12, 3, God said, God told um, Abraham, I will bless those who bless you and curse him who curses you. And the next line, if you read it from the Hebrew into English, it was the next line would say, and he who ignores you, Israel, I will utterly destroy. 
We wow. can't even ignore Israel. Wow. We can't ignore our Jewish brethren. We see in the in the book of Joel how how um, brothers stood by when Israel was held in captivity. We saw it in the book of Obadiah where brethren stood by and and allowed the Jews to be persecuted. And of course, um, again, like what, what we were just talking about with Germans. Oh, well, we didn't know that was going on. You know what? Just like the Nuremberg trials, Hitler's henchmen, they all said, well, we were just following orders. Well, we need to be on the right side of history, ladies and gentlemen, to whom much has give, been given, much is required. And God is going to hold us accountable for what we did and what we didn't do. And, you know, the book of Ezekiel, I love when God speaks to Ezekiel about the watchmen, because we call PJT yes. members watchmen. And exactly. the duty of the watchman right. is to stand guard and to watch for the enemy advancing. I and was about when to say they, that. they see the enemy advancing, what is the watchman supposed to do? He's supposed to sound the trumpet, sound the shofar, alert the people, warn them that the enemy is advancing so right. that no innocent blood is shed. But if the watchman fails to warn the inhabitants, God's going to hold that watchman accountable. There's a, I was about to say that bloodshed. there's a penalty. Yes, there is a penalty. There's a penalty for those who who do not warn, even for you leaders, you pastors yeah. who do not warn your flock. There's a penalty for not warning them. Lord, do you, right. do you find that the American church, it's very and I and I love the church. God has used the church, yeah. but the bride is not the church. The bride is in the church, but it's not. It's you know it's been said, and I said it again. You know, Christianity, true Christianity started what? As fellowship uh, in Galilee, then what? Uh, philosophy in, in Greece, then government in Rome, and then America as enterprise. Folks, you can never put the corporate structure above the spiritual purpose. The spiritual purpose is to be the light on the world. You know, Jesus said a, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. There were cities on hills, folks. And there, there was a penalty. Uh, you, you you could live a good life if you lived in one of those warning cities that Jesus talked about, that Yeshua talked about, you know, that would warn of invasion or warn of danger with fire. You were the light of the, you were the light of that part of the world. But if you did not warn the people, there was a penalty. And yeah. in the same way, folks, you know, I, I've planted three churches, Lori. I've, I've been a children's minister, youth minister, worship pastor, pastor, yeah. uh, outreach guy. The church is supposed to be the outreach, but I was the outreach guy and I, I found through these years, my goodness, we no wonder there's a replacement theology when the very nature of how we do it over here is, is the antith antithesis of what we see in Israel. You know, folks, uh, it's not supposed to be a business. Yeah, you you have to conduct yourself a certain way. And those who have 501c3s, I, I get it. But you know what? Never, never put corporate structure above the spiritual purpose right. never put greed or fear above the responsibility to be a watchman on the wall to tell the people the truth to educate them but you got to educate yourself first lord tell tell us what you're doing for children yeah, right yeah. Now, so. well let me tell you how how did a nice organization like proclaiming justice to the nations end up in education and <laughs> of course our involvement now with education is working with state legislatures with departments of education with governors um, with curriculum and it started because back in 2002 another christian mother who was a member of our organization a watchman 
called me up and said, you'll never believe what we're teaching our children in Williamson County schools. Now, Williamson County, Tennessee is the belt, belt buckle of the Bible belt. Wow. It's a very wealthy, affluent community. It's one of the top 10 Republican counties, conservative, evangelical counties, church on every corner. And the mother came home and said, you never, you would never believe what they're teaching our kids in Williamson County schools. So she brought me a book and the textbook had a quote that legitimized Palestinians blowing themselves up in a Jerusalem restaurant because they were waging a war against Israeli government policies and in army actions. And so as I, when I saw that, it basically was quoting about the incident that happened with the Sparrow Pizzeria bombing, which some of your listeners may recall that happened. That was what led to the second intifada in 2000 or 2001. So or 2000. So here's a terrorist blows themselves up because they're waging their war, war against Israeli government policies and army actions. And here is a book that is basically glorifying and um, uh, giving homage to this, this poor terrorist who decided that she had no other option but to blow herself up in this, in this restaurant and kill all of these innocent people. Well, as I began to study that book, I read it from cover to cover because I knew if there's anti-Semitic stuff in here, there's no telling what else they're trying to teach no our kids. Well, Pearson everything vile is what they're trying to propagate. Oh yeah. Well, Pearson Publishers, their four largest shareholders include the Islamist governments of Qatar, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, and Libya. They own eighty percent of the textbooks being used in American classrooms. These textbooks, they're gobbling up all some of the smaller textbook publishers. They're not changing the name because they don't want us to figure out that they have a monopoly on our children's education. But not only did I find in that book, the anti-Semitic quote that we mentioned, but anti-Israel, um, anti-American, anti-Judeo-Christian values, pro-China. They were rewriting our American history. We wonder where 1619 came from, where the project 1619 came from. Well, a decade ago, when we saw all this stuff, we started screaming from the rooftops. People, legislators, educators, you better get rid of these textbooks. Because if we don't get rid of these textbooks, we're going to lose our country because our children are going to turn their back on us because of the presentation of the content in the book. And now look at where we are today. Take China, for example. We don't teach China as this evil empire that has taken, that that persecutes its own people, that, right. that murders its people in the streets. Concentration camps. Oh, concentration camps. Yes, they brought that back. But unfortunately, most of us don't even know that this has been going on. And this is what... This is what has taken off. So when now I go, I travel across the country and I even have a group in South Africa um, that I speak to. We have a group in Australia, but now I travel across the country teaching parents and citizens how to get engaged in taking back local control, because here's what happened. We couldn't get rid of the textbook from the school board. And let me tell you, our strategy, this Taking Back America's Children's Summit that's coming up in Franklin, Tennessee. Wow. Anybody wants to fly in to come and attend, if you're interested in 
doing like what Henry Blackaby said that Brent, you just quoted um, a couple minutes ago, that if you want to be used by God, then find out what he's up to and get put yourself in the middle of it. Well, this is what God is doing right now. We are taking back our children. Our children are the future and they are robbing our children of their faith and their belief in almighty God. But we, we could not get rid of the textbook. So what we did was to try to get rid of it, we had a meeting. We called for parents and citizens to go to a school board meeting. We lined up, it was standing room only, parent, citizen, got up, spoke, said, get rid of the textbook. And when I got up to speak, I told them there were, there were 12 school board members, six were up for election. I said to them, this is an election year. If you do not remove this textbook from our children's classrooms, we're going to remove every one of you from office. Right. Well, I didn't know from Adam. I just made a bold claim that I didn't know I could fulfill. Well, God heard my voice and he answered my prayer because that was in April, four months later on election day. Guess what, Brant? Those six school board members that were up for re-election, we went to work during that four-month period. We found people, parents and citizens, just like us, normal, average people to run for school board. We can learn. We can still learn. And guess what? All six of them came down one election. There you go. It scared the bejeebers out of our state legislature. They were contacting us, asking us to come. They were going to hold hearings with the education Senate and House education committees. They forced the Pearson reps to come in and say and tell them, what is this garbage that you're giving to our kids? They right. forced the publisher to redo the book, pull that quote out, the publisher did. We were able to change the laws in the state legislature. In Tennessee, now requires textbooks have to be historically accurate. They have to be unbiased. They have to reflect the values of our community. That's what one mom, it just took one mom. So for your audience that's listening, I'm telling you, you, God's going to put a situation in your life and it's going to be an injustice and you're going to have the ability, the means to, to do something about it. And we should, we need to figure out what that way, how, how we're going to go about getting the word out, but you're going to have that opportunity and God's going to watch to see, are you going to take this opportunity? Right. You may not even have the experience. I didn't have the experience to do all this. I'm I'm a, a film producer. You know, I'm a documentarian. I'm a media veteran. What do I know from legislation and lobbying and school and education? Yeah, I went, I got educated, but I didn't know the ins and outs. So guess what? I became a self-learner. I taught myself. I started studying and reading everything that I could find. I prayed like crazy and God has opened up. So now when we travel, we're in Ohio, of course, Tennessee, we're in Florida. We worked in Florida with Governor DeSantis and his Department of Education. And wow. guess what we did, Brant? We, we were invited to help draft civic standards for the state of Florida. All right. K through 12. <laughs> and these civic standards, we wrote into them that about the role that the Hebrew Bible played in the founding of our country, wow. the role that the Hebrew Bible played in the drafting of our founding documents, right. the role that the Hebrew Bible played in our form and structure of government. 
Do you know, even Brandt, that the Republic, the concept of a Republic actually comes out of the Hebrew, the Torah of Moses. Most people do not even know that. That's know what that. Republic is. There were Christian Hebraists in the 1400s and 1500s, 1600s, 1700s that wanted to establish a government of God. And how, what would it look like? Would it be a monarchy? No. Would it be a democracy? No. Absolutely not. In fact, back then, they called democracy evil. Well, yeah, mob rule, you know. Republic, that's right, exactly. We are republic. So, no, in fact, in Ecclesiastes, I think it's chapter 10, verse 2, the heart of the wise inclines to the right and the heart of the fool to the left. You know, the, the Jews that fought in the Civil War, the Jews that fought in the Revolutionary War, Yes, are not are not the same Jews that my friend Avi Lipkin he brings this point out as well. Uh, the liberal Jews that came from the communist those escaping communism were so traumatized from the methods of communism that anything uh, that they they've voted left and they still do it amazes me. I remember back in the day, I'm I'm 53, Lori and. And oh, I, I, I know that you're only 40, but, <laughs> but you know, uh, when, when the television would sign off, there was only a few channels at that time, but I'd hear, always hear the quote, blessed is the nation or blessed are the people whose God is the Lord. Yeah. This year, 2023 is not a year to sit on your hands, to, to, yeah. to be silent. I mean, look, what does silence do for you folks? Did it serve you? They still targeted you. They still saw, I mean, good goodness. The, the greatest tool the FBI has ever had is Facebook where everyone volunteers everything. They still persecuted you just for having a flag on there. I mean, did you ever think that you'd be considered a terrorist by loving your country, Lori? Oh, absolutely. And now because I'm a mom who attends school board meetings and now my at- attorney general of the United States of America considers me a domestic terrorist. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, we're out. We're outlaws, Lori. We're I mean, out we, there. We're we we've got <laughs> bombs and all kinds of stuff. We're attacking people. Oh, now, okay. and, oh my gosh! Got, these are what? Americans. These are our these are our neighbors who are saying this about us. Right. We have yeah. to, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You know, I know we we're you know coming down toward the end of the program. I cannot stress enough. You didn't just show up in the world to just sit there and watch this show. That's right. You were put here with a unique ability to per, to pursue a unique agenda. That's right. That only you can fulfill. No one else can do it. Right. God right. put you here for that purpose. He put your soul in your physical body. He gave you the attributes that you have and the gifts that you have to use for his glory. And we need it now. Our children are counting on us. I read an article, Brant, the other day where parents during COVID were hanging their children. That's how desperate these parents got mentally. This whole COVID thing has created chaos and it has it is affected people, people who don't have faith in God and don't have anyone to turn to have been forced to feel helpless. We hear of children committing suicide because of the pressures of what's happened. We cannot 
allow our government to ever do what we allowed it to do to us. Oh my gosh. You know, you know, the CDC now says 94% of K 94 were not COVID related. Uh, Those it's a crime against humanity. I was on a plane coming back from Egypt. We got the word because of our sources we were involved with The, the very day it happened. We got the word that COVID a weaponized virus was released from the Chinese Wuhan COVID lab. It wasn't bat soup, just no more than Benghazi was about a video, you know? And and so I've been amazed. I've been amazed. They lied to scare us. They lied to us. Fauci lied. There's so many people that are dying. You know, now there's actually a term called purebloods for those who haven't had the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, we broke a story in one of our other shows, an Arkansas doctor at the very beginning of this was infuriated because they were being offered 10 grand to change death certificates to COVID. They were being offered 39,000 to give remdesivir proven to mimic pneumonia, but 53,000 to put on ventilators. Mm-hmm. It's the most evil depopulation scheme I've ever seen in my life. Remdesivir has yes. a 53% kill rate and Fauci insisted 53 percent of the people that take remdesivir will kill them and they knew it right all these pharmaceutical companies yeah Mm. and so you know folks it's not a conspiracy anymore is it i mean all all your tinfoil hat friends guess what they were right they were right they they were right you know coming out they're all admitting it and and Fauci you know Fauci is going to um, in fact, you saw probably, Brant, that Ron DeSantis, after Ron Johnson held those hearings in Washington about what happened with COVID, what was Ron DeSantis's response? Governor DeSantis, the man that cares about his people, right. he has called for a grand jury um, investigation into whether the federal government jeopardized the lives and health of the people of the state of Florida. Where are the other governors? Where's Abbott? Where's Bill Lee in Tennessee? Where are they? That's what I want to know. Governor DeSantis is rising to the top. God bless that man. He's a, he's a hero. And protect him. I, I, I hope he looks into Fauci's connection with HIV, folks. Rabbit hole goes pretty deep. Oh, yeah. And as time goes on. It goes back goes even on. further than COVID. He did the yep. same thing with HIV. Exactly. Exactly. A couple of hot mic moments about that. So Uh, parents and citizens, if you are interested in learning how you can take back local control of your community, because this is how we're going to protect ourselves moving forward. We're not going to be able to rely on the federal government to show up at our doorstep to protect us. No, no. It's going to be our local elected officials. It's going to be your school board members because they're going to sit as the gatekeepers as to what garbage is going to be brought exactly. into the classroom or exactly. what isn't going to be, what garbage isn't going to be brought into the classroom. It's your county commissioners. It's your city aldermen. It's your state legislature. Our state legislators need to start acting like the the people with the authority that they have. They have greater authority than the federal government. They you can know, oh, they, the they sure can. take a flying leap. No, sure you're not can. doing that in our state. You know, you know, Lori, the, the, those positions aren't as sexy as president or congressman or, or senator. Mm-hmm. But you know what, folks, you need to run for something. 
Uh, right. Most of the most of those uh, uh, school board positions are held by people in their seventies with no children, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. hey, they take the time. Did you know that with the laws that we have, you and five members of your family, you can make yourself an elected official of some sort, folks. It's not as hard as it. It's unbelievable. That's so exactly. run for something, folks. And Lori, I I love how you talk about destiny. You're a woman of destiny. You've done incredible things. You're doing incredible things. Folks, go to the website at the bottom of your screen. You need a tax deduction. Uh, but, you know, put your put your 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 seed into good soil. Uh, Lori and her and, and her incredible organization, they're good soil. But folks, you know what? It's time to make a stand. Nobody's coming for you. Nobody's gonna do it for Calvary you. Calvary is not coming. You're no, it. It's us. And and you weren't born, folks, to pay bills and die. I really believe, Lori, that we asked to be here at this at this moment in history. And you and I, I know this enough about you. We put our life on the line every day to tell the truth. You know, I, I, re, I report a news show that comes out of persecuted China. You know, I get to hear what, what's happened with the concentration camps. Yeah. Our administration is in their pocket. Yeah. And folks, I don't care what your pastor says, if he's telling you to vote left or right. You know what? They're all corrupt. But one side is very blatant and everything vile. You know, if you, you want to talk history, knowing your history, most people don't even know uh, the party of Andrew Jackson's Native American genocide, the KKK, slavery, oh. black genocide, Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger. Oh, my gosh, folks. The people who cried the most about racism are the party of it. And then the then the other side, the rhinos, they're no better. But, Lori, you know what? It's people like you that are making a difference. You're making your stand. Folks. If you're busy living your life and working your job and raising your family, then get behind people like Lori Cordoza Moore right now and go to the website. You know, I've got it right here, uh, pjtn.org. It's laid out beautifully. I mean, it's a very, it's a very user-friendly site. It's a secure site. And of course, you know, you, you can access their Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter and even YouTube channel. And, you know, there's so much more to you than being a brilliant, beautiful face, you know, for focus on Israel, you're doing things for our nation and, and fighting for our rights. And I tell you what, what a shame it would be, folks, uh, to get to the end of your life and realize all you have to do is pick up your phone. And from your phone, you can support those who are doing the work of the kingdom. You have a hand in it when you do that. And we hope that you do it today at pjtn.org. And about your films, too. Now, what's the best way to access your films? I, I know that I'm here at your side as well at Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. Uh, yeah, we, just yeah. if you go to pjtn.org and click on in the, the top bar, click on media, and it'll open up to all that media. And also click on the Taking Back America's Children wow. link. And join us in Franklin. We're going to, our next event is January 29th. Wow. In Franklin, up. Tennessee, we're going to have another summit in Hudson, Ohio, April 30th. We will be at the National Religious Broadcasters in Orlando, May 26th. So these are all opportunities. And, and, and if you sign up, subscribe, get on our mailing list, follow yes. me on social media so you can stay informed. You can weigh in. We need more voices, more people going to our social media page and responding and talking about these things and sharing the information. I know that we're all getting throttled back. We were hit really hard this year, Brant. I mean, really hard. They demonetized us. They um, put a bunch, they attached a bunch of bots to our, our algorithm or to our um, list. 
They've altered the algorithms on us. We have been, it's, we're, we're having to go back to snail mail. We're still doing digital, but we know that that's not where we're going to have the reach because they're going to constantly try to throttle us back. So get on our mailing list, go to our website, right. subscribe, and then sign up to get on our mailing list, get our snail mail, make sure you put your address in there, fill it all out with your phone number so we can text you. We are going to be a force multiplier, but we can't do it without each one of you. That's true. Educate, motivate, activate. I really at love your P website. I really love it. PJTN.org. Yep. I'm here right now. Very user-friendly, secure site. It's one of the best sites I've seen. Thank you. And uh, of course, you know, from, from media, there's also a podcast, folks. Some yeah, there's like, podcasts. You like me, I, you spend hours and hours and hours on the road. You listen to podcasts. Well, here it is. Here it is. And uh, of course, one of, the, one of the newest ones, Global Forum on Antisemitism. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yep. And of course, I'm, I am happy to see that you're on Twitter. I don't know if you've been removed, but you're back if you were. Now I'm, yes, I'm back on. In fact, I wasn't using it, but now I'm using it again. Thanks to Elon Musk, who has finally right. opened that up. Right. But yeah, no, we're, we're constantly putting out information, emails, communications. Um, I have video messages that I share through my social media, you know, on a daily basis, several times a week. So if you want to stay informed about what's going on and how you can get involved, you've got to go to pjtn.org. Contact right. us, financially support us. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to raise another $200,000 for this year in order to get our programs on the air. We've got to reach more Christians. We're get behind Lori Cordoza Moore. She's doing so much for Israel. A lot of you folks watch, watch GLC because you love Israel. If you really love Israel, let me encourage you in all the, in all the respect in the world. Put your money where your mouth is, please. One thousand people giving two hundred dollars, okay? Uh, right, right. Two hundred people giving a thousand dollars. One hundred people giving two thousand dollars. I know you can do it. Go there right now, pjtn.org. And Lori, I, I know that that you would never approach people. Yeah, it, it always feels you know funny to ask for. For money, but I know that you're bold in, in encouraging people to support something you know is is the right thing and mm -hmm. and, and good thing. I can encourage you. I, I know more Thank about you, you than you know about me, Laura Cordoza Moore. I know that you're the real deal, and I, I know that you're you're consistent. And folks, uh, in this mirage, this fog of war, uh, this this culture where you don't know who to trust, you can you can trust this ministry and this organization and this incredible woman. Uh, who puts it all on the line for you and for Israel and for your children. And so we've got to do it. We've got to come together right now. It's time to do it. Amen. So go to, go to pjtn.org and, uh, and donate all that you can uh, sign up for the newsletter. I did it in 20 seconds, get educated. Uh, you know, as, as far as with media, listen to the podcast. It takes all of us to do right. all of this work. And ladies and gentlemen, I cannot do it without your support. I have made a lot of enemies <laughs> along the way because yeah. these are people who don't like the fact that we are airing dirty laundry about schools, about education, about elected officials. People don't like that. They don't like the truth getting out there because it hurts them. It hurts their pocket and it hurts them with their votes. 
but we have to warn the inhabitants. We are watchmen. We are required to warn the people. I am required to tell you, but I can't go and tell you unless you help me, unless you invest in what we're doing. And again, I love Henry Blackaby. He was the one, it was his teaching, experiencing God back in the 90s that propelled me to do the work that I'm doing because I was confronted when God spoke to me and said, and I heard that Alabama, a Christian evangelical woman, introduced a resolution in the state of Alabama in 2002 to support the state of Israel. The Lord said to me, I want you to bring that here. And I got it. We modified it for Tennessee, and Tennessee was the second state in the nation. And after Tennessee passed it, another 35 states contacted us and said, we want that resolution to be passed in our state. So ladies and gentlemen, that couldn't be possible without the financial support of people like you. I know not everybody is going to be out on the front lines with me fighting this battle, but many of you have the resources $5, $10, $20 a month, or like Brant and I were talking, $200, just $200. If we can get enough people, you know, a thousand people to give $200, that would give us the resources that we need to continue to get the message out because media and airtime, buying airtime is not cheap, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's not. It's not because it's the most effective. You know, folks, The fact that you're watching us right now is a miracle. You know, the Bible tells us that Lucifer, the the, the enemy, is the prince of the power of the air. I'll never forget driving in Joplin, Missouri, before I was going to go to Bible college. And I saw these beautiful houses, Lori, the American dream. But nobody was home. They were all gone paying for it. But the children were home to be devoured or attacked by the prince of the power of the air through the Internet, the radio, the television all forms of media folks children imitate their father and what do you see with mainstream media to kill still and destroy because you know who their father is but when you support ministries and organizations like this you are battling against the prince of the power of the air you know i've done every kind of media every kind of media since 1983 nothing compares to television why is that it's tell a vision it's programming Literally, what do you want your children to be programmed to follow the King of Kings or to follow the Prince of Darkness and everything that is vile? Because if you don't raise them, he will. But right now, folks, it's time to come together and to stand together in this new year. You're already outlaws if you love common decency, if you love your gender, you love your family, you love the family unit, you want to protect children, you love your country. And you don't, you don't subscribe to everything that is dark and evil and vile, then you're an outlaw. Mm -hmm. We might as well stand together folks, because we're being grouped together anyway, but God is in control and your days are already written in his book before you were born. There are no coincidences. There are no chance meetings. There are no such thing. There's no such thing. You are with us today. God has brought you to us. So stand with us and answer the call the way that Lori and I have and, and others have to get behind pjtm.org go there right now it's just, it's secure but stand with us and stand with her as she battles the prince of the power of the air and people in high places our god governs it all he he is he is king of kings he is in control and he has his hand 
on you today. And he definitely is working within your organization, Lauren Codors and more. What an honor it is to talk to you. I hope to talk to you many more times again in the future. Absolutely. Need a thousand people, 200 bucks or 200 people, a thousand or 100, 2000 a piece. I know that you can do it. BJTN.org. It's been on your screen the whole time. Let's do this thing. Let's take the ground. Let's win this battle. Let's come together for the sake of our children and for our nation and nations and also for God's, the apple of God's eye, which is Israel. Thank you again, folks, for watching GLC and Laura Cordoza Moore. Thank you so much for joining me today. First of, of many times, I hope. Oh, absolutely, Brant. Thank you so much. So good to see you. And I just want to give a shout out to our GLC audience. I know you all remember, those of you, the longtime viewers, you remember Focus on Israel. And I just, I want you to know that I am so honored to have been able to launch this program globally from GLC. It was such a great honor. God bless.